This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. And even better, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code WTTC at lumideodorant.com. Again, that's WTTC at lumideodorant.com. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode. Today is a very special episode and very special day. It is my 26th birthday when you guys are listening to this, hence the title of this episode. But before we actually get into it, I first want to say thank you guys so much. The podcast was ranked number 68 for all of the U.S. top podcasts, and then I just looked yesterday and it was ranked 56 for all of the podcasts in Canada, and I actually do not understand because I don't know who gave me the authority to feel like I can give people advice. I don't know why you guys listen to it, but I just want to say thank you so, 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 so much, and as someone who has grown up and not really felt like I've had much support from like people outside of my immediate family this honestly means a ton to me and to have my girlies rooting for me and to have my girlies supporting me literally means everything so I wouldn't be able to do this without you guys and I am super 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 thankful for all of you And I mean, you guys know the drill, but as always, if you love the podcast, please leave a review. I honestly love reading the reviews and I feel like people only leave reviews if they either really, really love the podcast, like it's their favorite thing in the entire world, or they absolutely hate the podcast. Like there's no in between. So if you do love the podcast, please go rate it. Please leave a review, share it to your stories, share it with a friend and yeah thank you guys so much okay so i have everyone's favorite man here with me (laughs) so dean is on the pod just for this first little opening segment that people on tiktok apparently hate but for this little part dino is here because we got a request to discuss everyone's favorite show the show that we all know and love Oh, I'm fired up. Love is blind. My gas tank is full. Yeah. I have so many just hot takes to fire off. You have no idea. So if you haven't watched Love is Blind or you're not cut up, caught up. That Nailed was in it. English. Nailed it. Caught up on the episodes, then skip this part. I'd say what? Skip five minutes? Uh, Yeah, just skip until you stop hearing me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Girlies, we know Helfrich Collective is my absolute pride and joy, so I only use the best when it comes to selling our items. Therefore, we use Shopify. When I first started Helfrich Collective, I was so new and so inexperienced, I literally had no idea how to sell our products, especially worldwide. Thankfully, Shopify has made it a seamless and easy process. Now we are selling all over the world. It's the perfect platform if you're trying to grow your business. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, plus millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC, all lowercase. Again, that's shopify.com slash WTTC, because now is the time to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, head over to shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorite company once again. That's right, we're talking about Lumi. And for all the girlies who don't know, Lumi was created by an OBGYN who discovered that the vagina is not to blame for day-to-day odor below the belt. So she developed Lumi, a uniquely formulated pH-balanced deodorant that's aluminum-free, skin-safe, and clinically proven to control odor for up to 72 hours. I just got a new Lumi deodorant in the mail the other day, and I kid you not, it smells exactly like toasted coconut. And I mean, who doesn't want to smell like coconut all day long? But if that isn't your vibe, then they also have scents like clean tangerine or lavender sage. Lumi has a starter pack that is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like the mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code WTTC at lumideodorant.com. That equates over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code WTTC. Okay, so let us give you our unfiltered thoughts on the current season. Dino, go ahead. I hate everyone. I hate this show. I hate everything about this show. Every season, I'm like, maybe there's going to be, like, maybe everybody's going to be nice and there's going to be some redeemable qualities and then there never is. At least this time, normally they just pick like scumbag dudes. Yeah. And then like all the girls are always super nice for the most part. This season, they picked a lot of nice guys Mm -hmm. and some scumbag girls. Yeah. Which is kind of a nice little twist they threw in there. But oh my God. And like as time's gone on, (laughs) I've like hated certain people more or less. Mm -hmm. And I think right now I'm pretty comfortable with like my power ranking of people that I just absolutely despise. Okay, power rank. Number okay. one. So well, now nah, you gotta start oh, at sorry. three. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, no. Drum sorry. roll. Brrr. Okay. Number three, yeah. Micah. Hated her at the start. Right now she's, she's at number your three. Number three. She's my number three. Who's number two? Oh, then? Just, hey, buckle up. Oh, I know Settle who down. number two is. Okay, You're not sorry. done. You Go don't ahead. know who number two is. Number two, Irina. The worst. She's the worst. Shocked. You have her as two? Just let me finish. No, because... No, 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 let it up. Oh, no spoilers. Okay. No spoilers. This is my list. Okay, go ahead. On your power Keep rankings, going. you can Keep rank. Going. Number two, Irina. Just mm-hmm. the worst. 
obviously just wanted to be on the show for TV. Yeah. I like so okay, so obviously she's the worst. She just like lied and kind of screwed up Zach's like entire life, which is unfortunate. Yeah. So at least he's in a good spot now and him and Bliss are good. Yeah. Because if he just ended up with nobody because he chose her because she like is a conniving she bamboozled little snake. us. Well, not us, but him. Yeah, no, I knew from the beginning. We knew from she's the beginning. Bad vibes. Even Bliss bad. knew she was bad vibes. Everyone Bliss knew was like, she was bad "Oh vibes. yeah, no, she's a mean girl." And then Zach took that as, "Oh, Bliss is the mean girl." It's like, yeah. no man, she's trying to help you out. Literally. This girl stinks, stinks. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had this thought earlier today while I was at work. So you know how after she leaves and she's just like uh-huh. hey micah like paul paul's kind of sexy but it's like she just she knows if she drops that she's gonna get more screen time because she knows right now she's gone nobody cares about her people are like oh what's that gonna do people care about him mm-hmm. nobody cares about her at all right mm-hmm. the producers are like no we got what we need you're an absolute super villain Bye bye mm-hmm. and she's like i'll get at least one more like hang out with Micah, have drinks, kind of talk it over kind of scene. And she did, and she looks equally as scummy. I hate her. She's just so, like, imagine being like, oh my God, I love this guy. I'm going to marry this guy. And like being able to do that mm-hmm. and never once for a second actually, actually mean it. Yeah, yeah. That's so scary that people out there That's exist. Isn't that a psychotic. sociopath? Yeah. It's just like you're the main character and everybody else just in your world. Crazy. Okay. Number one. I, I need a drum roll. Drum roll. That was terrible. <laughs> Number one, I don't know what her name is. I don't ever want to learn her name. I hate her. Micah's friend from the party. Not the nice one with the brown hair. The blonde one. Who is oh! absolute, absolute see you next Tuesday. I hate her. I hate her. If she got... Uh, never mind. I'm not even going to go that way. Anyways, a little too much. But I hate her. I hate her. She said... So first off, I hate... That type of person. Right. Who's like, it's the girls that are like, oh, I'm such a bitch. Or guys that are like, oh, I'm such an asshole. To justify just being shitty. Like, just yeah. don't be a shitty yeah, person. Yeah, it's not cool. It's yeah. not cool to be a like, bitch. Like, your whole identity is like, I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. Wow. Good for you. Literally, she <laughs> was trying to break up this whole marriage relationship because... For no good reason. No. For an unbelievable because reason. Because it's Micah. No. That's literally, no, 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 that's no, 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 literally no, 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 no. what she said, no, no, no. though. I know, but she's dumb. Oh that's not what it was. Because Paul's smarter than her. She literally, yeah. like, she's like, oh, why do you like Micah? Paul explained it, and she's like, oh, that's so, like, you're so smart. You use so many words. It's like, you literally just don't like this guy because you're dumb. That's crazy <laughs> that she's trying to break up a marriage because Paul's smarter than her. Newsflash, honey, you're never going to get married if that's the case because I don't oh think there's God, anybody stop. that's Jeez. dumber than you are. She's the Jeez. worst. I hate her. No, no, I'm not stopping. I hate her. I hate her so much. There's just, I have, oh my God, like hate her. Just yeah. crazy. She's literally just like, I'm dumber than you, so I don't like you. And now she's trying to break up a marriage. She's like, you're freaking Micah. You got like... You're Micah. You deserve so much better. Like, you're Micah. It's like, you only know, like, 15 words total. Your whole vocabulary is, like, 15 words. And Micah is, like, the number one most used word you know. So, anyways, I worked up a sweat. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm warm. Oh, my God. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, Brienne? Literally the exact same. Mm. Although, I'm I'm not too much of a fan of Jackie. 
So we don't. We liked her at the beginning. We thought she was going to be good. We thought Marsha was the villain. Yeah, and now we think it's off. a little reverse Uno. See, so I like. Yeah, I don't like how she's going about it about all of the whole thing. And obviously, you don't see like any of the juicy stuff, which is so upsetting. I know. You know the producers Dean's, at Netflix are Dean's mad. Hardcore on Love Is Blind TikTok, so we have a little bit of inside tea, but we don't know if it's real or not. So I don't feel like we can spread it. Yeah, no, because no, it's no, no. like bad. I'm not spreading fake internet rumors. Yeah, or possible fake internet. I don't know. Anyways, even though we do I all just the think, time, but anyways. I think I, I just think Jackie is has some trauma. I was going to say I think she needs to go to therapy and work through some of her stuff. Yeah, I think she's got a little I bit of... I think she's had a hard life. I think she's got a little bit of unaddressed trauma that she needs to kind of work through. But I other, agree. And I think if she did that, I think she'd be good, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, like, her whole thing was just like, you're not a man, you're not a man. And Marshall, when they were in the pods, was literally like, yeah, one time I was doing math and I didn't get it. My dad said, you're not a man, you're not a man. So mm-hmm. he's, his whole thing was like, the one thing that cuts me deep. Mm-hmm. Is people saying I'm not a man, and then she's mm-hmm. like, "You're not a man," and he was like, "That's when he flipped a switch." Yeah. So I don't know. I like I like Jackie. I think she means well. I just don't think she knows how to process her own emotions. Single, not even one single emotion. No. So. Okay, so who are our faves? Our faves. number one fave couple, Tiffany and Brett. Oh yeah, hands down. The I, man works at Nike. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's cool too. But just <laughs> as people, as Brett, people, we like that. Like. Unbelievable moment when he's like, "Yeah, I'm like a simple guy. I don't really like buy expensive stuff. I like I don't really buy expensive stuff any ever." She's like, "Oh, like what's the most expensive thing you've bought that's like not really like a necessity or like a car or something?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, like not including tech because tech's just always expensive." Is like luggage. She's like, "How much you spend on luggage?" Like twelve hundred dollars. And you're like, "You got you bought one twelve hundred dollar piece of luggage?" And you're like, "I'm a simple guy. Only knock on the guy." But you know what? Good for him. I respect it. I saw this TikTok earlier today (laughs) and it was just like from some sort of TV show or movie and it was just like Tiffany when she sees Brett's apartment it's this girl running around a house oh my god you're rich you're rich oh I've made it you're rich oh my god I've made it I made such a good decision and that was literally Tiffany like in Brett's apartment which wasn't even like that nice of an apartment but it was just like everything in there was like top of the line yeah you know yeah but they also just seem like such wholesome people and when he met her friends and they were all crying being like you guys are so good together we're so excited like those are the hype friends that you need oh supportive friends supportive yeah not dumb bitchy friends oh my god (laughs) i'm not gonna get there i'm not gonna go back okay you know who else we love Ooh. um who zach we dean we love him i think he is a sweet little man and he's just weird he's just weird but that doesn't mean that he's not so sweet he's sous vide his steaks and mess them up and you were so like hurt for him i know but he handled it too well I would have had a full mental breakdown no, if know, that had happened. But... Yeah, I've been there. It's not the you said it for like two hours and you come and it's ruined and you're like just absolutely devastated. Yeah. So like I like I don't mind Zach. Mm-hmm. I'm impartial on Zach. I like him. Because I just my only knock on Zach is the same knock I have on Paul. I just don't think I'd be friends with them. So I just like don't care. You know? It's like people I I would think I would be friends with are the people I'm like, oh I really like that person. They're just those people where you're like, yeah, they're nice people. I don't think I'd be friends with them. That's not good. That's not bad. So I just... But we want to see Zach succeed. We want to see Zach with Bliss. Although, hot take. 
I don't know if I love Bliss. Um, we did at the very, very beginning. Then she got her heart broken and kind of turned into a menace. Then the proposal was really uncomfy and she literally didn't want to be there. And I was, I just, what is her vibe? Yeah. Is she into him or not? I don't I think know. she means well. I think she just says walls up, you know, because I mean, everything. Fair. You got every- dumped and he proposed to someone else instead of you. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, and because like. The only time she was really, like, weird vibes was when they would talk about the pods or proposals. She's like, ha, 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 you're going to propose to another girl. It was kind of, like, deflecting and, like, making it a joke to try to, like, make herself feel better, make it, like, less mm-hmm. kind of awkward and uncomfortable, which I 100% get. Yeah. that's exactly how I would react. Yeah. Like, they'd be like, oh, hey, would you want to maybe go on a date? Like, oh, yeah, hopefully this one's better than the last time we tried to date. Ha, ha. Like, yeah. I think that's what I would do. But, yeah. So, they're like, yeah, they're okay. Whatever. They're okay. Okay. Um, Kwame and Chelsea. Kwame, can't get a read on that guy. Don't really like his vibes. Chelsea's a queen. Yeah. And deserves so much better than Kwame. Yeah. Not that Kwame's bad. I just think Kwame doesn't know what he wants. Mm-hmm. And Kwame kind of jumped into this and is like, oh, you mean I can't just keep being a bachelor and playing video games in my underwear in Portland and playing soccer six yeah. days a week. I'd have to move to Seattle and have like a dog. The way he talked about <laughs> the dog. having a dog, the dog. It was, was like the worst thing to ever happen to him. Like so much responsibility that he like could not fathom it. Yeah. Literally like this guy has obviously not had that many like inconveniences in his life when like just <laughs> having like a small dog that you don't even really have to walk that often you can just let out in the backyard because it's so small yeah and he's like this is the biggest commitment ever. my man proposed to a woman without ever laying eyes on her and the biggest commitment of his life is this dog and i'm like come on i know okay so before we end this I'm going to say the couple's names. You tell me if they're going to say yes or no at the altar. Ready? Tiffany and Brett. Yes. Kwame and Chelsea. Yes, but they're going to break up before the reunion. Oh, okay. Um, um, Zach and Bliss. Yes. Yes. Just yes. Micah and Paul. No. And Marshall and Jackie. No. Is that L? And... I think that's it. Irina? Oh, no. She's by herself. She's totally Nope. Her and that Josh guy, or John, or whatever oh, his Josh. name is, should like, be together. Yeah, Josh with like, the cauliflower ears. Yeah. And even Marshall knows like, you don't mess with this guy because he's got cauliflower ears. I know, like, he's When he was like, all slobbery and like all over him, it's yeah. just like, Marshall's like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. Because you know if this guy had normal ears, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I could take this guy. But because he has the cauliflower you know, ear, you're just fighter. like, this guy fights. Yeah. He wrestles. He does MMA. Like, this guy would turn me inside out and use me as a toothpick. Yeah. Well, thanks, Dino, for coming on and sharing your thoughts. You're so welcome. until next time also happy birthday i love you so getting into today's episode like i mentioned it is my 26th birthday when you guys are listening to this episode so i thought what better way to celebrate this day than to share 26 things i've learned in 26 years if you listen to the podcast last year i did the same thing for 25 and some of the things are probably the same but also some of them are probably new and different and these are just things that i I have learned over the years. I'm obviously still very young. I'm obviously, well, I'm still in my mid-20s, which is exciting. I like haven't hit my lates yet, but 
These are some of my little tidbits of knowledge that I have gained in 26 years of living. Okay, number one is let people come in and out of your life. And if you've listened to the podcast before, then you've always heard me say, people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And I honestly think one of the hardest things is trying to let go of friendships. And not every friendship has to end or every relationship has to end in kind of a massive blowout. They can just naturally fade and naturally drift. And I think that that's actually super healthy and super important. It's normal and it's natural to have these people come in and out of your life. And it's really important to realize when some people aren't worth fighting for. Number two is no one will care as much as you do. (laughs) And that sounds really bad. So let me explain kind of what I mean by this. But I've realized that no matter what it is that I'm doing in my life, I'm going to care about it more than someone else will. And let's, I'll give an example. So say like the podcast, for example, I'm going to put more effort into this podcast and I'm going to care more about its quote unquote success than say Dean will, or my mom will, or a friend will. And obviously people are going to support me. Obviously I have an amazing support system and people that want to see me do well and want to see me succeed. But at the end of the day, I'm the one that's going to care about it the most. And I used to get really hurt when I felt like other people kind of didn't care about the things that I was doing as much as I was. But I realized that everyone has their own shit going on. Everyone has their own priorities. Everyone has their own passions, their own accomplishments they're trying to achieve. And I have to be okay with the fact that I'm going to obviously want to put the most amount of effort into whatever it is that I'm doing. And I can't expect other people to be that motivational aspect for me. I hope that made sense because it made sense in my head. But basically, I'm just saying that you have to be the one to motivate yourself and you have to be the one to care about what you're doing and put your passion into it. And you can't look at external factors to be able to do that for you. Okay, so number three is your insecurities are typically the things that make you unique. And growing up, I was always insecure about my height. If you don't know, I'm six foot and I literally hated my height. I hated it so much. I also am really insecure about my personality. I get really uncomfortable in big group settings. I'm not the person that's going to be super outgoing, super bubbly. Like I'm a little bit more shy, a little bit more reserved until I get to know people. And that's always been something that I've been super insecure about. But what I've realized as I've gotten older is those are the things that make me unique. And those are actually things that people get drawn to me from. And a lot of people have said that they love who I am as a person. They love my personality. Obviously, I'm not the person that's going to be so outgoing and so bubbly in settings, but people are drawn to me for my personality, whatever reason that is. And a lot of people have told me that they love my height and it makes me super unique and makes me stand out. And so I've realized that the things that I am most insecure about are actually the things that honestly make me who I am. And they're the things that I should be the most proud of. Number four is 
Investing in a good skincare regimen is extremely important. We're all going to be doing facial exercises. We're all going to be using hyaluronic acid. We're all going to be using retinol and we're all going to be using a sunscreen. Number five is your social media does not matter. Your social media really, I don't give two shits. I don't care how many followers you have. Your value should never come from social media. And with that being said, keep some things private and keep some things close to your heart. And that's coming from someone who is a chronic overshare, but you don't need to post everything on social media. You don't need to find your value from social media. The amount of likes you get on a picture does not matter. The amount of comments you get, the amount of brand deals you get, none of this matters. So find your value somewhere else. Number six on my list is you're typically going to be your biggest obstacle in life. And of course, I'm not going to negate the fact that there are so many outside influences that can impact someone's quote unquote success in life, your socioeconomic status, the color of your skin, the intergenerational trauma that you may face. There's so many things that obviously are going to affect some more than others and make their life way harder than other people. So we're also going to recognize that. But I do want to say that when you feel like you cannot accomplish something, check and see if you're usually your biggest obstacle. A lot of the time, it's actually just your mindset. And a lot of the time you're self-sabotaging or you have limiting beliefs and you're the reason that you feel you can't accomplish something. Not because someone else told you, not because of your environment or social situations. It could just be your own mindset. So like I said before, of course, we're going to recognize that there are outside influences that are going to impact some people more than others. Others, but at the same time, make sure that you're giving yourself a reality check on if you're the problem. <laughs> Number seven is it's better to wait for the right person than it is to settle. And that's all I'm going to say on that one. <laughs> Number eight is traveling and experiencing different cultures is super important. I grew up in a I want to say small town. It's not really even that small anymore, but there wasn't much diversity in cultures. And so once I actually went to undergrad and I moved to Arizona and a whole bunch of people from different places around the world all came to this one school, I really got to experience different cultures and different personalities and different backgrounds. And it honestly helped me to be more quote unquote worldly, but it also helped me to be more empathetic and a more caring person and to really branch out from my usual norm of what I was brought up in. Okay, so number nine is one of my favorite things to tell you guys, but if you don't step outside your comfort zone, you're never going to grow. You are never going to experience new things. You are never going to grow as a person if you don't take a step outside your comfort zone. And it's very scary. It's not that fun. It's not that fun in the moment to have to do it. 
But looking back, you will be super thankful that you did it because even if it goes to shit and it wasn't worth it to actually go outside your comfort zone, you're going to learn something. You're going to grow as a person and you can take those lessons moving forward. Okay, so number 10 is you don't need to have a girl group. And this is something that I have always felt super uncomfy about because growing up, I've had a whole bunch of different friends in different friend groups. And so I never actually had a group of girls that I hung out with every single day all the time. And so I always felt like there was something wrong with me because I wasn't able to just find a friend group that was solely girls But as I've gotten older, I realized that I don't need to have that girl group anymore. And it's something that might come later in life. It's something that I might make friends when I hit 40s and I have a girl group. But right now in my life, it is okay that I have best friends from different aspects of my life that aren't all friends with each other and having a few close friends is way more valuable than having a massive group of friends that you're not actually close with. Of course, if you have a girl group of friends that you're like best friends with and you love them, of course, I'm not saying that that's horrible. I'm just saying for all of us other girls that don't have that sort of friend group, it's okay. And it's not a bad thing to not have that sort of friend group. Number 11 is life can change really quickly. And if we've learned anything from the pandemic, it's literally that life can flip upside down in a day. So much shit can happen and life is so unpredictable. So make sure that you're prioritizing the right things because when shit hits the fan and life flips upside down and so much happens, Can you look back and say that you lived a super fulfilled life and you really prioritized the things that mattered most to you? And I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably not your job. So if you think that your job is the biggest priority in your life right now, you should probably look at some other things that you can make a bigger priority. Okay, number 12 only wash your hair two to three times a week. So that's all I'm going to say is that we're only washing our hair two to three times a week. Sometimes I go a full week if I'm really feeling feisty, but it's really good for your hair to have its natural oils be produced. So we are having healthy hair. Number 13 is get an emotional support water bottle and carry it with you everywhere. Carry it with you everywhere because it'll force you to drink water constantly. And we know that we are hydrated queens and we are going to nourish our bodies with H2O. Number 14 on my list is to say I love you. And depending on your personality... This might be a tough one. You might think it's cringe, but I have realized how important it is to tell people how you feel about them. And every single time I hang up the phone with my mom, with my brother, with Dean, I say I love you. Obviously with Dean, we say I love you all the time, every day, but I think it's just really important to let people know how you feel about them. And so just try it. If you're uncomfy with it, just try it. 
It's literally one of my favorite things to say. I say it to my best friends all the time too. And it's also really nice to hear. So if you're uncomfy by this, that's okay. Just start small. Start small, do a quick love you, and just keep keep trying. Okay, so number 15, this one's gonna this one's gonna hit you. But if you're asking if this is the right relationship for you, it's probably not. And I mean, of course, people are going to fight. People are going to disagree. But if you're constantly questioning if you should be with someone, that should be your answer that you should not be with them. And this goes for friendships or dating. This is literally just any sort of relationship that you have with someone. And part two of this is going to be if he likes you, you will know. And if you're confused, he does not like you. And this one's very harsh. That's harsh. And that's something that I heard. And at the time when I heard it, I was trying to date a man. Keyword trying. Trying to date him. And I was very confused and I was very flustered. And I made a lot of excuses for why I might be confused about the way that he feels. And I was like, he might be shy or he's never been in a relationship before or he's confused about his own feelings, blah, blah, blah. But I've realized that you deserve someone. We all deserve someone who knows exactly how they feel about us. We deserve someone who is going to show that they like you because they're not embarrassed to like someone because it's not gross to them and weird. And they're going to not be embarrassed or not be confused by their own feelings to actually put an effort in and to make it known that they care about you. At age 26, the thought of having a thing with someone literally makes me feel ill because I'm like, I am way too old to be so confused and to be anxious and stressed out all the time on if this person likes me or not. Like, I just want someone to tell me how they're feeling. And that might not be for you. And you might want to play the games and all of that. But for me at this age, I've realized that playing those games was not fun. It was fun when I was 16. It's not fun anymore. And I want to be with someone who makes it very, very known that they're into me. Number 16 on my list is that there is no timeline. There is no timeline that you have to meet at a certain age, at a certain stage of your life. And this is something that was really hard for me to grasp because if you were to ask me when I was like 12 where I'd be at 26, I would probably have told you that I would be married, I would probably have two kids, and I would have bought a house. And obviously, none of those things are currently happening. And normally, especially growing up, if I didn't meet what I thought I should have accomplished by a certain age, I would have spiraled. And what I've learned is that everyone's on their own timeline. Everyone has different things that they're trying to accomplish in life. And to me, sometimes I think 25, 26 is so old and I should have accomplished way more by now and I should have my shit together and I should have a house and all of this stuff. 
But if you actually were to look at it in real life, 26 is very young. I have so many more life lessons I need to learn. I have so much more of the world I need to experience. And everyone is on their own path and everyone is on their own journey. And so you also can't compare where you're at at a certain age to where someone else is because there's so many things that are going to factor into that. There's so many influences that are going to affect where people are at what stage in their life and at what age. So focus on your own journey, focus on your own path and be able to adapt and change because life is going to change no matter what. Okay, number 17. This one I feel very strongly about, but it's that rejection is redirection. And at the time of rejection, it's very hard to look at that and think, okay, I'm just being redirected to something new. It's very hard to not think that your life is over when you get rejected from something. But Looking back, I want you to actually just look back on things that people have said no to and look at how your life has turned out. Looking back right now, if I would have gotten a yes to any of the med schools that I applied to the first time, I would not have this podcast. I wouldn't have this community of girlies that now are literally best friends. I wouldn't have my clothing brand. I wouldn't have Dean. I wouldn't have the current friends that I have because I would have never gone to Pittsburgh. And at the time when I got no's from all these med schools, I literally thought my life was over. I literally thought I had nothing left (laughs) to do in life and that I was going to literally just live in my parents' basement. Like I actually had a full existential crisis. But now looking back, if I would have gotten a yes to those med schools, I would not be the same person I am right now. So next time you get some sort of rejection, which we all get, just remember that everything is happening for you and it's happening for the greater good of you. And you're going to look back on it and you're going to realize how your life had to pivot and how your life had to change in order to become better because of that rejection. Okay, number 18. Okay, so it's a little quote, but it says, birds of a feather flock together. So basically what I'm saying is you are who you surround yourself with, so act accordingly. Number 19 is the way that someone treats you is a direct reflection on them as a person and it has nothing to do with you. It's also going to happen in life that some people just straight up aren't going to like you, but that's not your problem to deal with. Whatever someone's underlying issues are as to why they don't like you, especially if they actually don't really know you very well, it's not your business. It's really not. And so just let it go. Focus on yourself and continue on with your life. Number 20 is find a form of exercise that you actually enjoy. In order for it to become a habit and in order for you to stick to it, you have to love it. 
Don't go to the gym and lift weights if you hate lifting weights. Don't go to a yoga class if you don't find them upbeat enough. Find whatever form of exercise you love to do and that you're able to stick to it. And don't just do whatever your favorite influencers are doing. Don't just do whatever you think is trendy. Don't just do whatever you think is going to get you the best body. Literally just find whatever makes you the happiest. Okay, so number 21. This one I need you all to listen to. So literally tune out everything else and listen to the words that I am saying. But if you're not taking care of your mental health, you need to start right now. You need to go to therapy. You need to do some things for your mental state. You need to journal. You need to meditate. You need to take some time for yourself because I realized very, very, very quickly that nothing matters to me if I'm not happy. And I can literally accomplish my biggest dreams in life. But if I'm not in a good mental state, then it really does not matter. And my mental health is one of the most important things that I have to focus on. And so if you're not taking care of your mental health right now, literally start. Okay, number 22 is listening is more important than talking. That's it. That's all I have to say about that one. Number 23 is that you should never feel ashamed for expressing your feelings. And if someone makes you feel ashamed for expressing your feelings, then you got to cut them out. You have to cut them out because your feelings are valid. Whatever you're physically feeling is a valid feeling and people should never make you feel shitty for that. So if someone in your life is, reevaluate that relationship. Okay, 24 is your body is going to change and your value does not come from your body. And if you think that it does, if you think that the value placed on you should come from the way that you look and the way that your body looks or people are telling you that it does, again, we need to reevaluate because something I've learned is that I'm not going to have the same body I did when I was 18. I don't even have the same body I did when I was 24. And my body is going to ebb and flow. My body is going to change. Different types of workouts are going to do different things to my body. Different ways of eating are going to do different things. Different hormones in my body are literally going to change the way that I look. And my value does not come from the way that I look. And if anyone thinks that it does then that's not someone that should be in my life. That's not someone I should associate with. Okay, we're almost done. Number 25 is buy yourself coffee once a week. Literally set aside the $5, set aside a little bit of money in your budget so that once a week you can take yourself out and you can buy something You can buy croissant if you want. You can buy a little pastry. You can buy yourself your coffee, but just do something once a week for yourself and do something once a week to treat yourself. Okay, last but not least, number 26 is at the end of the day, you only have yourself. So you need to make sure she's good. You need to make sure she's healthy. You need to make sure she's feeling good. You need to make sure that she has a good mental state. You need to make sure that she's taking time for herself because at the end of the day, you're all you have. And those are my 26 things I've learned in 26 years. Obviously, 
I have learned more in my life, but these are ones that I found super important. These are ones that I hope you guys can take something away from them and maybe you can relate. I hope that you guys love this episode. I hope that you guys are enjoying the podcast. Please, as always, feel free to send me a DM. Let me know what you like, what you don't, because as much as I want this podcast to be my own, I also want it to be exactly what you guys want to hear. I want it to be a safe space for you guys. I want it to be something that you love to listen to every week. So I'm always open to suggestions. I'm always open to comments and concerns and yeah, but thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode and I will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.